Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and I'm here joined with... Sal, and then Cruz is actually here this time. Yeah. Bitch. I'm not... I'm... I'm present like I wasn't last week. Because you died. Almost died. Almost died. Actually did almost die. That's yeah. a whole different story we're not going to get into right here. <laughs> uh, but today we have some anime news. Well, actually some anime and some gaming news. Yeah, since we didn't have any last week because Cruz looks out for it and I don't. So <laughs> now now we know who brings what to the table for yeah. when we divorce. <laughs> Starting with uh, some gaming news, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is coming out to the Xbox, PlayStation 4, and the Switch. I'm assuming they're going to do the Series X and PS5 upgrade. I'm excited for it. If you don't know what the game is, uh, it's better that you don't look too into it other yeah. than the fact that you play as a dude who is... It's like a harem thing. Yeah. So you just join a literature club. You write you write poetry and shit. Yeah, it's uh it's like a harem thing, but it's not like an explicit harem thing. It's very it's very like it's not sexual. No. It's just a dude in high school. It's a very good vis- visual novel. There you go, visual novel. In other news, not surprising, Bethesda canceled the Battle Royale for Fallout seventy six. It got better from when it launched was it last year? Two years ago? Two years ago. I, yeah. I haven't played the Battle Royale since, like, right when it launched. Yeah. And I remember yeah. I was like, I'm not having fun. Yeah, it it's not surprising. Fallout 76 already has a small player base. I don't think they need to make it even smaller with the Battle Royale mode. More news. Tiny Tina's Wonderland is coming out. That's a uh, Borderlands spinoff, right? Yeah. I believe it's a standalone game. Comes out in 2022. Another announcement is Jurassic World Evolution 2. I was very surprised that this is getting a sequel, but then at the same time, not surprised because the first one did really well. for Jurassic the... World Evolution, is that the park building one? Yeah, it's the park building one, and it did really well for the fact that it has like a first person slash third person point of view. So when you make your dinosaurs, because I played it, yeah, you can kind of be a dumbass and let your dinosaurs <laughs> run wild. Yes. And then you have to go hunt them down, and that was, like, the best part for a lot of people. Yeah, I remember it's old. Yeah. But no, I, I liked, I liked uh, the Jurassic World Park builder. Yeah, I, I, I did too. I would like to see what new features they're adding. Yeah. What I would like to see is them take more of, like, a, like more into the management style, but, like, uh, similar to the way that, like, SimCity or, or, like, City Skylines does things where, like, occasionally... You know, you have those events that you didn't incite. You just have to respond to. Yeah. Because, like, with the base one, I know sometimes some, like, predators will just get out. Yeah, they'll get out. They'll get sick if you don't have good genes. Yeah. But anyways, it's a good game. I'm excited for Evolution 2. No announced date that I could see. Uh, Another one that's coming out sometime in the future. Salt and Sacrifice. This is a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary, which is a... 2D Souls-like game. So the game's kind of hard. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Another big... This is one of the big announcements. Uh, Battlefield 2042 yeah. is coming out. And for the next gen, if you were lucky enough to not pay the scalper price, it's $70 for a multiplayer game only. Well, I, I believe that that's just the trend for newer video games is that well, price is going to be going up. Yeah, I know that does they want to do with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense because there's some games that get the air quote next gen update for free. Yeah. 
But I feel like this is going to be like a case-by-case thing. I think in general the move is they're trying to raise the price of video games. Which I don't understand why the price is even going up for the fact that the excuse they used to use is it costs money to print games. Manufacturing costs, yeah. Yeah, which I can understand. You know, you gotta you got to print the box, the art for the box, the disc, you know. You got to ship everything out. The, yeah, so that made sense. But at this day and age, so many people just buy digitally where it's like, why is it still $60 if some yeah. of it was manufactured? You figure there'd be a like a price difference between the digital and the physical version? At least like 10 or $20 off. Yeah, and you figure that like, you know, the move would be to just make like the the physical ones, like the special editions, to justify a more price yeah, increase, you know? Like, exactly. They come on like 100 bucks, but they come with some shit, you know? Actually worthwhile shit, because Doki yeah. Doki Literature Club, uh, if you pre-order it for the PlayStation or the Switch, you do get stuff for it. But yeah, $70 for Battlefield 2042 it just seems ridiculous. I, I'm not looking forward to it. The only reason, the only way I'll play that game is if our friend Vince buys it on his Xbox account then I'll play because me and him, uh, we're in the family thing because yeah. game sharing is not allowed. Uh. So we're part of the family thing. Uh. Chivalry 2 also came out this week. I was looking forward to, to getting it. I had a friend who I thought was going to get it has just been leaving me on red. So I was sad boy through one because it was like, I really want to get Chivalry. Damn. But I got no one to play it with. But then... But then Vince came through and he's like, hey, is anyone going to get this shit? And then CG's like, I think it has cross-platform. I mean, if it has cross-platform, I wouldn't want to get into chivalry. Then fucking get it, bro. All, all right. Tonight. Well, I don't know about tonight. I spent like a shit ton of money on my dad's uh, Father's Day present. So. Damn. Yeah. Uh, the last bit of gaming news that I found interesting, which is something I was looking forward to, was um, Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. Coming out in January 21st, 2022. I believe that's the uh, the release date. If you don't know, it's a From Software game. So Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, yeah. Sekiro. It's their attempt on an open world game. So I'm excited for it. It looked fucking badass. I was going to get it regardless because yeah. From Software, hands down, going to get it day one. Yeah. Big fan game. of those guys. Yeah, fuck yeah. If they do a collector's edition, if it's under like 150 bucks, I would think about getting it the resident evil live action show cast lance reddick as albert wesker which uh i don't know if anybody off the top of their head remembers who lance reddick is yeah but um he was uh i believe he was in lost so if you haven't seen lost uh, he will look more familiar to you if you watch john wick he is yes the he hotel is manager bro yeah i forgot what they call him uh i i, I found this news out through twitter and Dude, some of the some of the reactions Dude, to this casting is strange. Yeah, I have noticed that Twitter is definitely the place where you don't go if you want to strengthen your argument. If you're against something, use Twitter. Yeah, because that's when you see all like the scum and the the not smart people voice their opinion. Yeah, because uh, the way that I found this was through someone complaining about it, saying that they're appalled at the casting. Apparently, Wesker, and this is a quote, Wesker's entire character is steeped in Nazi-level eugenics. Uh, I don't remember that. I don't ever, remember him ever being a Nazi at yeah, any point. I don't remember that at all. I don't think he cares about... Uh, if I remember correctly, his whole plan behind 
his work at Umbrella, doesn't it more have to do with just trying to make a better kind of human? Yeah. His... Like, his, he's more upset at the fact that it seems like humans are evolving at a very slow pace. Yeah, that's his whole point. Is he doesn't think make... we've reached our peak and he's trying to get us to climax. Yeah, he, he wants us to, to have bioweapons so we don't have to fight yeah. kind of thing. So it's just weird that uh, there are quite a few people, actually, I'm reading a thread right now, that they cast a, a black actor to play Wesker because it seems like what a lot of these people are saying is that Wesker has a lot of white supremacy vibes. But uh, I don't know if they're playing the same games that yeah, I am. I don't think they are. Like, well, we've only ever seen Wesker interact with one black girl, but I don't think he hated Shiva. Well, rather, I think it's not that he didn't hate her. I, I don't think he I don't think he like. I don't think he hated her more just because she was black. I, yeah, think, I think it was more because they were trying to ruin his plans. Yeah, I, I think that was more it. I don't. That's like the only time I've ever seen him react to someone of color. Yeah, it's 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 also weird too because like the same poster that said that um, you know, it's it's a horrible thing also said. I'm sure the actor is great, and honestly, I'm happy to see a more diverse cast with Resident Evil because it is almost disgustingly white. But oh my god, not like this. Don't make a man whose entire character screams white supremacy black, but also, what the fuck? It seems like a weird take to be like, yes, let's get a more diverse cast. Not that guy, though. Yeah. Not that guy. Let's not make him black. That's too far. That's weird. And also kind of racist. Uh, was the Columbine shooting, were the, the shooters racist? I don't... All I know is they shot a bunch of people. I don't yeah, know. like, I can understand, like, maybe if they... Because Wesker kind of puts the trench coat, kind of gives you, like, the Columbine shooters. Because, you know, they wore trench coats. Honestly, the trench coat and sunglasses just give me Terminator vibes. To be honest, my first thought is Matrix. Matrix, I, but I, I can, can see that. I can but... kind of see, like, why they would think that if they're like, oh, they based it off the Columbine shooters. And, like, but my maybe... brain goes to... uh. Arnold Schwarzenegger in the leather jacket and the glasses in Terminator. Yeah. My, my also, thought... I think just because, you know, Terminator's a robot and Wesker kind of has that, like, vibe. Like, he's not a robot, but he's got yeah. that vibe about him where he's like, this is not a person who knows how to talk to people. Like, this is a very awkward for, for person. For me, it's like, first thought is Matrix yeah. and then Terminator. But that's why I'm asking about the Columbine. Is like, maybe that, like, that could be a very shitty, 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 be like, well, that's where they got the inspiration from. And, you know, they were racist. They specifically targeted, but it's, that's not but the case. I don't think they Not think... just that, but Columbine happened after Resident Evil started. Oh, shit, you're right. Well, the first Resident Evil, Wesker looked normal. He didn't have the trench coat yet. That's true. He was just. Still... But he looked normal because he was, like, he was still a double acting. agent. Yeah, he was still acting as the captain. He was pretending, so. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe he had the the sunglasses and trench coat inside him all along, <laughs> and he just didn't get to go full villain. Well, he did until have sunglasses. He, he did, yes. But like, he didn't get to go. He didn't get to express himself fully yeah. because he was he was uh, doing the double agent shtick at the time. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, follow up to some Castlevania news we talked about a while ago. I was horribly wrong. Uh, I a while back we were talking about what the the potential. Uh, sequel series they're going to do for Castlevania. And my brain went to, what if they go back in time when they go with Simon Belmont? Because he's like literally the most popular Belmont mm -hmm. character. That made the most sense to me. But no, the sequel series will follow Richter Belmont, which is... From Symphony of the Night. Chronologically, it, he is the next character in line. Mm -hmm. 
he's Trevor's son. So, um, well, he's he's in Symphony of the Night, but the thing that you know he he was really the most solo in was Rondo of Blood. He does appear in uh, Nocturne of Recollection. He's also coming out in the new Castlevania mobile game. But uh, yeah, they're they're following him. One thing that I find odd though is if they're pulling. I hope they pull from Rondo of Blood because if they pull from Symphony of the Night, that's kind of a lot of what already happened in Castlevania. Yeah, well, that's the what anime. I was. That's what I yeah. was talking about when we when we brought it up. I was just like, where the fuck are they gonna go? Yeah. So like a lot of especially the Alucard part that already fucking happened. Yeah. So uh, I'm interested to see what they do. I have a feeling it's gonna go uh pretty far into the um like reimagining kind of thing. I feel like we're I feel like a lot of the plot for whatever's coming up next is probably going to be more on the original side of things. Mm-hmm. Because they, the, the Castlevania games there's a lot of them, but like for the most part it's them fighting Dracula. So if they've already done away with that character, they might be able to pull some inspiration from the games, but the games themselves were fairly repetitive. So if yeah. they go in that route then it just kind of kills the point of having a sequel series. More well- if they go with the game, that's isn't that the whole point for all these Castlevania games? Because Dracula just keeps coming back. Yeah, but he's he, like that crackhead that you give him a penny and he just keeps coming back. And she's like, "Bro, I already gave you something." Well, he doesn't come back like of his own volition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say, was it at the beginning of Symphony of the Night, or was it Rondo of Blood, where like he's already dead? And... I've never played Rondo of Blood, oh, okay. but Symphony of the Night, uh, Richter's fighting him like you play as him first so he was already he was already doing his thing yeah but uh richter is also like i i think maybe it's rondo of blood but um one of the two the reason why dracula comes back like he's already dead he comes back because there's like a a cult or a group of people that bring Uh, him back uh from the dead so uh you know i hope they don't do that just because from like a narrative perspective it kind of tends to ruin the weight of something when they're like somebody some you know crazy big character died and then they just pop back up it's kind of like well then what the fuck was all that for like loki from the marvel universe yeah actually pretty much everybody from marvel universe well no not not black widow she's not back she's dead dead yeah she's dead dead and gamora for now gamora's dead dead well we'll have to see if black widow's dead dead uh based off of how well her movie does well, I know. Well, yeah, that's before yeah. the Avengers at all. Yeah, but like, come but on. Yeah, Loki, Loki dies like what three times, and then he's still alive even after Thanos killed him. Yeah, it's uh, they. That that's a whole thing with the Marvel universe, not like really holding on to any emotional things that's, at all. That's as much as I like One Piece. That's what Oda does a lot too. He he shows a character like, oh no, he's dead. And then a couple of chapters that he's like, psych, I'm still alive somehow. Yeah. No, with the Marvel thing, it's it's not even just deaths. It's just like any dramatic moment. Like they can never let it be. Yeah. It's always got to be something sad happened, joke time. And so they have to undercut like all of their emotional things. And it's just kind of like, I feel nothing for this now. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I've actually kind of enjoyed like the the TV things they've been doing more than the movies. Because it seems like the TV side of things like, yeah. People aren't dying left and right, but at least the characters feel like they go through something and it stays with them. Whereas like in the movies, if something happens one movie, it's like a 50-50 shot. It's not going to fucking matter. Yeah. You know how for a long time Black Panther came out and people were like, oh, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. Holy Mm -hmm. shit, this is great. There's now this like weird discourse on like comic book Twitter where people are just like shitting on the Black Panther and Wakanda because it's like, oh... 
these people canonically didn't help out in the slave trade. They didn't help out in like blah, 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 blah. It's like they're an isolated. First off, they're fictional. So right. take the stick out of your ass. Second off, they're supposed to be like very isolated where like to the point where they don't even know what's going on on the outside. They only concern themselves with themselves. Mm -hmm. But like there's this like weird response from people where they treat them like they're like these like, you know, incredibly upper class rich people who don't give a shit about anybody but themselves. And there's elements of that in the comics. Sure. But, like, the average Wakandan doesn't know what's going on in the world for the same reason that, like, on the DC side, the average, like, uh, fucking Amazonian yeah. doesn't know what's going on in the outside world. There's this fucking barrier that keeps them from finding out about the rest of the world. So, like, it just, to me, it feels like that thing where somebody, uh, something gets popular and somebody's like, ooh, I've liked this for a really long time. And then other people start talking about it, and then they feel like they now have to shit on it because it's too popular. Yeah. Because I, that's where I, I hear a lot of... That's what it feels like when I see a lot of stuff like that, where it's like, dude, when the movie came... I know for a fact when the movie came out, you were all like, oh my god, this is the best movie. Yeah, there were so many people sucking Black Panther's dick. And I, I know what you mean, because I know now a lot of people like to point out that Black Panther is a SJW film. Yeah. That has black people... So, you know, oh, Black Lives Matter. A lot of the cast is female, which I don't, I didn't understand why they were pointing that out. And they were like, oh, look at all this SJW bullshit. Because the, the person who protects the king is a, a female. A female can't protect a man. And she's like, I mean, also, that's just the way the comic books have been for a very long time. In the comic books, they very much established that, like, you know, your sort of standard, like, gender expectation. Mm -hmm. it, it's not the same there as it is, like, here. It over like they're supposed to basically be like black Spartans yeah. where like everybody fucking knows how to fight. They do other things, but at their core, everybody is a soldier. Yeah. They just also do other things. They, so like, like the fact that they're hitting on it because um, most of the time I don't like badass female characters because they try so fucking hard like Harley Quinn from the Suicide Squad. I felt like she was trying too hard. My thing with that kind of character is I... In general, I like them. Dude, fucking, I, I love, I love a fucking strong woman. Like, if it's actually, the, like, where it's not in your face, like, um... Captain Marvel? Yeah, Captain Marvel's one of them. There's another one that I just... Oh, um, fucking Resident Evil girl. Whatever her name is, Jane from Resident Evil. Alice. There we go, Alice. Like, those air quote badass characters are just, like, so over the top where it's just, like... You make the badass female character just seem like a shitty cliche stereotype because when I think of badass female characters, I automatically think of fucking Furiosa, uh, Ripley, fucking yeah. from Aliens, and there's another one, the, the black girl from Black Panther, like the one that protects the king. Yeah. She was that fine line of... I thought you were going to say Sarah Connor. Oh, yeah, Sarah Connor too. Well, old Sarah Connor. Old Sarah, Con old Sarah Connor, <laughs> not new Sarah Connor. Yeah, new Sarah Connor kind of falls into that trap where it's like you're trying way too hard to be badass and it's just coming off awful for me. My problem with that kind of character is a very specific one. And it's not even like a gender-based thing because the thing is it bothers me when they do it with men too. Mm. And it's where they they tell you this is a strong character. They repeat things in the story to show you that this is a strong character. But the way that they show you isn't by putting them in an actually dangerous situation or difficult uh, encounter where you, you know, there's there's some level of creativity or strength or, or intuition or something about it that makes them have to, you know, figure out how to get out of this. But instead, they make the challenges that go against them weaker. 
So rather yeah. than making the character feel stronger, they make everything around them feel dumber. And then, oh, they happen to be the most powerful person in the scene. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I didn't like Captain Marvel. Whereas, like, to go back to Ellen Ripley, one of the things that cements, like, in people's heads about what a fucking badass character she is is when she has the idea to, oh, I have to kill this big-ass fucking alien. Let me use the fucking forklift. Yeah, the loader. And it's like, the yeah, the fucking power loader where it's like, that's cool. That's uh-huh. somebody recognizing, I can't do this normally let me give myself an upper hand and she does it a lot throughout the series where she figures out uh, a new or a creative way to get around this thing that she's not afraid of she just knows in a one-on-one she's dead yeah and it's like stuff even sarah connor does it a lot too it's stuff like that that in my brain is like okay this is an actual strong character because they're doing things that are motivated by the plot versus things like Captain Marvel where it's like, well, she's supposed to be amazing and awesome. And I get they kind of wrote themselves into a corner with Captain Marvel because they've already created all these other heroes that are supposed to be super fucking badass and awesome. So the bar has to be higher. But rather than showing, like, this is how she's able to, you know, navigate around this horrible thing that's happening, instead, the characters she's up against just continually do things where you're like, what the fuck are you doing now? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think with you saying all that, it just makes me think that a good badass female character for me is they're just a regular-ass person, you yeah. know? Because you saying that about Captain Marvel just reminded me of the scene where the whole the girl power thing comes up. <laughs> I and hated it's that like so much. All of, like, all of those female characters are shitty, but then I think back to the, the guard who protects... Yeah. Black Panther, she's just a regular chick. I, it's just that, that thing of like, if you're going to make a big deal out of a character dying, stick with it. Mm -hmm. Don't go back on it immediately because then I'm just not going to trust the writing and then I'm going to lose interest. Yeah. But uh, moving on, this is something that I remember Reno told me that how we did not realize that the finale for Egg, Wonder Egg wasn't actually the finale. Because he brought that up. He's like, you guys dumb? Did you guys not realize that there's going to be a movie coming out no, later? No, we knew that. I didn't. Oh. I Yeah, I was like, there's a movie coming out? He's like, did you not yeah. watch it? I was like, yeah. And he's like, then you would know that wasn't the finale. Yeah, no, there's 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 one more episode coming out. It's going to be an hour long. Uh, I believe it releases in Japan, I think in July. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to mm-hmm. take for us to get it. And uh, I'm putting this in just because I know that there are uh, a couple of our listeners who will get upset with me if I do not mention this. But uh, Kiryu Koko, the VTuber from Hololive, July the 1st. And the reason why that's a big deal is because uh, we talked about this. It was a while ago. It was one of the first episodes that we did. But it was, she was um, that VTuber that got suspended because uh, she showed her analytics and it detailed Taiwan um, as a different country than mm-hmm. China, and there was a big backlash. Uh, she's also the uh, person who convinced the company to branch out and do a whole English division. She's the one that convinced the company to emphasize uh, their male cast because they were mostly focused on their on their female one. She's a huge audience. She's one of the biggest ones. And uh, she just sort of out of nowhere got fired over the last week. And so all of her streams are obviously canceled. You can still see like some of her VODs, I believe, on her YouTube channel. But they basically just canned her out of nowhere. Now, the official story is that she chose to leave, 
But from the people I've spoken to who are super into uh, the whole VTuber scene, uh, it seems more so that she's been pressured to leave and probably in connection with the whole China thing in the first place. Because they had to, after that, they basically had to bail out of their Chinese audience. And given how huge she is in the company, they likely would not be able to establish a relationship with China with her still in it. So it seems like maybe, maybe they pushed her out and then we're gonna see them try to push back into the Chinese market again and say, hey, look, we got rid of her, guys. You don't have to be mad at us anymore. Yeah. Which yeah. is bullshit. And I do like that the entire time she was like, nah, fuck China. She did not keep quiet about that. And I, I'm on that beat too. Biggest, it's just weird. Biggest fucking country in the world. And for some reason they have like this like, they're just so goddamn soft about everything. It's weird. Have you ever shat on an Australian about being from Australia? Yeah. They don't give a shit. They'll do it with you. Yeah. You do that to a French person, they'll do it with you. You do that to an American, most well, of them will the, do it to you. The French person would just run away because their feelings were hurt. Hey, it Like, you shit on a Chinese person about China, and the immediate response is just the worst, like you've offended them, the worst, like have a little bit more of a backbone. Right. So I'm I'm with Coco on the whole fuck China beat. If it cost her her job, I mean, she never shut up about that. So I'm sure that, you know, if she could take it back, she still wouldn't. Uh, but over the last week, moving on from there, over the last week, we got a, like a huge slew of announcements from Netflix about some of the anime uh, and anime films that they're going to be releasing. I'm going to start off with the ones where we know the date or at least the approximate time they're going to come out. We have a new Gundam series, Gundam Hathaway, that's coming out July 1st. And hey, Sal. I know. Maybe we do a, we do a Gundam live stream where we build some stuff. Dude, yeah. Because you, you and I have been building, you more so than I, but you and I have been building some Gundams recently and that stuff's fun. I used to do it all the time when I was in like middle school. It's funny that I started making these Gundams because Reno kept bugging me about it. He's like, make a Gundam, make a Gundam. Yeah. And I was like, buy one for me. He's like, no, because you're not going to make it. So one time when I was with Brittany, we were at, at Barnes and Nobles. And so I think it's hella funny. I don't know if you do this or anyone else does this with their significant other where I'll tell her, I'll buy you this, but you got to buy me this. And she's like, all right, that's fair. Nine times out of ten, we buy stuff around the same price. So it's like, I could have just bought this for myself. <laughs> because nine times out of ten, Brittany's like, I would have bought this regardless. Yeah. I think it's funny as fuck. But that's how I got the first Zaku one was, I was like, hey, Brittany, if I buy this, will you buy me this model kit thing? And she's like, yeah, fuck it. So I was like, all right, cool. And then ever since then, that's when I started making, I got you the... The Star Wars ones? Yeah, the Star Wars ones. Uh, I got a couple other ones from Hobby Lobby because they're fairly cheap. Uh, if you don't know, Hobby Lobby every now and then has a 40% off for any of their model kits, except for the metal ones. Like the, Yeah, those are the, the die-cast ones. ones. Yeah, those ones aren't part of it, but anything else, 40% off. It's funny that this anime is coming up. I've, made gun I've built the Gundams, never seen anything of it. I've really? never once watched a Gundam thing. Oh, no, I used to watch uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah, I the only reason and uh, Gundam Wing. I like I knew back in the day that Zaku was kind of the bad guy. Yeah, 
air quote kind of the bad guy because everyone's the bad guy in that universe. Yeah, it's it's like Warhammer light. Yeah, so I've always liked Zaku. I thought he's always looked cool, like the the main the flagship for Gundam. I don't yeah. I don't think he looks cool at I all. I like him. To me, and I know Reno's gonna fucking turn over and fucking punch the wall. Is I feel like the flagship dude just straight up looks like a transformer. But uh, that one's coming out, and I I do I feel like it would be fun to do like a uh, maybe like a Twitch stream, or even if we do it on Instagram Live. I know some of the other um, podcasts here in the network have been doing things on Instagram, so we can try doing that or yeah something like that. Just do a, a nice you know get some JB Weld and then uh, put together some some model kits mm-hmm. on stream. I think that'd be fun. I think so too. Moving on from there, August 9th, we finally get Shaman King coming right? to, coming to Netflix. Yeah, because that that's already that out. That was announced fucking last year last year and it already premiered it's just in japanese yeah we don't get the english version until netflix releases it on august 9th same with uh eden zero coming out on august 26th that i believe released like two months ago yeah uh, in in japanese yeah and we don't have a translation we don't we don't have a sub or a dub for it same with the next one godzilla godzilla singular point is already already out yeah but we don't get to see that one until the end of this month june June 24th. Mm-hmm. The next one, we don't have a, like a set date, but we, we've been told it's late 2021, is a uh, an adaptation of Therme Rome Nove, which uh, I have on here mostly for me because I very much want to see what this is about. I've never read the manga, but apparently it's about what if a uh, Roman architect slash like bathhouse designer just oh, a, yeah. just appeared in modern up. day Japan, and I want to see what that's about. I want to see what that's like. Now we did get some uh, other things with no dates attached to them announced. Number one, Bright Samurai Soul, is a film. It is an anime movie that is a spinoff of the Will Smith Bright movie universe. Do you remember Bright? Is Will Smith no. is a cop with an orc. Uh, in a fantasy world, no, it's only... like a fantasy fantasy version of like I think Los Angeles, and it's him and his partner who is an orc having to track down a um the the, the last... a wand that that belongs to one of like they think it's like the last elves or wizards or something like that. Uh, we also have a uh, another film that they've announced coming out that is called Make My Day. It's a story by Yasuo Odagaki, who is uh, the guy who did Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt. And it's about uh, a cold planet of ice and snow where mysterious creatures are suddenly beginning to appear from the dark underground. And the humans have to fight against them to try to survive. So it'd be like Lost Planet, except I believe the main character is not like a, a military man. It's just like a dude. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, we've also got one of your favorite announcements, Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix. Yeah. Far Cry Blood Dragon is the best Far Cry 3 game. Far Cry Blood Dragon was amazing. I, I was expecting it to be kind of dumb, and it is kind of dumb, but like that is probably the most fun yeah. Far Cry game that I've, I've ever played. I remember when it came out, I didn't care for it. I bought it pretty much so Isaiah can play it. But on my account, because I didn't want to buy it for him, and that was the only reason that I fucking played Blood Dragon, because at first I was like, this looks shitty. And then I got it, and I was like, this game is badass. Yeah. To So basically the pitch, it's by um, the same guy who who directed the movie Dread. 
and he's directing this Captain Laserhawk Blood Dragon anime. And the way he described it is that it's essentially Captain N, the Game Master, which is that old Nintendo series, but actually good. <laughs> and having that approach from from that that property, from the Blood Dragon property, that's something that like I, I'm excited to see. But uh, we also got a second Far Cry anime announced, uh, currently untitled, and we know nothing about it. We were yeah. basically just told that it's n- that that Blood Dragon is not the only Far Cry property they're working on. We also got the announcement that a Splinter Cell anime is coming out. We also got the announcement of a uh, new anime coming out called Exception, and this one is a horror anime that I'm looking forward to. We know very little bit about it. Uh, it's apparently a new story, but it is about uh, humans in the distant future who've been had uh, forced to migrate to a different galaxy to leave Earth and essentially colonize a new planet. And they have to go to this planet and terraform. So they send a team ahead to terraform. But the way to get people there is you're essentially scanned by a computer and then 3D printed at the location. With your consciousness and everything? I guess. But but That's it's weird. but it's a horror thing. So my guess is it doesn't work the way that it exactly is planned. I feel and like it's giving off like Hello Doom three vibes. Well, uh, the artwork that they put out for it, I'm fucking digging. Obviously, this is yeah. This is an audio. I can't show it, but you can imagine it. But the artwork they have for it looks really good, yeah. and it, it very much seems like it's going to be. To me, there are like three ways you can do this story. Like, from a very basic perspective, the obvious one is they get printed onto this uh, fucking planet they've never been to, and there's a bunch of weird, freaky shit that they have to fight. But I think since they're putting emphasis on the printing aspect, people, some people don't get printed right, and they're yeah. all fucked up and gross, and they have to, you know... They're going to be like, oh, they're missing a chunk of your brain, so now you're a psychopath. Yeah, or like, you know, a fly situation where they actually get printed with like some weird Mm -hmm. DNA and there's a monster. Or that same thing, but somebody gets printed that wasn't supposed to be printed. Like somebody who's physically there also gets printed. And then it's like a thing scenario where it's like, who's who? Because Jeff is here, but Jeff just also climbed out of that printer over there. So which Jeff is Jeff? I feel like those are maybe like the three areas the story can go. And either way, I'm excited. I want to see that. But as far as Netflix announcements, they came out with like 40 of them. Yeah. Those are the ones that seemed interesting to me, and those are what I'm going to stick with. Currently, E3, as we're recording, is still going on, which is why we're not reporting on E3. But circling back real quick for the uh, Splinter Cell thing. Yeah. It, I also hate how in the uh, Breakpoint game or whatever, fucking Ghost Recon, Ghost Wildlands, whatever it's fucking called. Ghost Recon Wildlands? The, the Easter egg with Sam makes implies that the Metal Gear universe is also in the same Spinner Cell universe. Yeah. Because he refers to, to Solid Snake. Yeah. Is it Solid Snake or Big Boss? Actually, I think it's Big Boss. And it's just like, so then where are the Metal Gears? Because there's a bunch of them yeah. in fucking Metal Gear. Yeah. But yeah. That's just an Easter egg I wanted to point out that I thought it was like they have to they 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 have to take place in the same universe, which is really fucking weird. But I do know Splinter Cell does have at the time when the games came out some futuristic shit that we and did end up getting after all. We got some of it. Uh, some of it turned out to just be like entirely useless. Yeah, but that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that'll be it for the episode. Yeah, tune in next week. We're going to be talking about E3, the Games yeah. Expo. Mm-hmm. And it'll be fun. Follow us at Knock'em Up Podcast on 
Nakba Pod on Instagram. We have a Nakba Podcast Facebook page that I'm going to try to actually use now. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff. Yeah, we have TikTok. Uh, we also have individual Twitch channels as well as a Nakba Podcast Twitch channel. Uh, you can find links to all of those on the Nakba Podcast Instagram. Uh, there's a link tree there. We'd love for you guys to check everything out, uh, but definitely follow us on Instagram. We, we tend to post there mostly, and if you guys wanted to interact with us in any way, that'd be the place to go. That's it for the episode. Yeah. Thank you for stopping by.